You are listening to the Health and Wellness Connection Podcast, the number one wellness podcast designed to provide the latest information to help you achieve your health and wellness goals. Our show features exciting guests, the latest in medical research, and in-depth discussions in current trends on weight loss, nutrition, and fitness. No matter what your interest, the Health and Wellness Podcast has you covered. And now, presenting your illustrious host, Dr. Barry, M.D. Hello, 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 and thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. I want to thank you for being a faithful listener and checking us out every week on Afro Vibes Radio. But hey, if you somehow don't get a chance to check us out Thursdays, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on Afro Vibes Radio, please don't hesitate to check out our podcast page. That's anchor.fm backslash HW Connection. That's H-W-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. Again, check us out on our anchor.fm podcast page. Check out all the shows uploaded there immediately after the show airs on Afrovibes Radio. Also, if you want to listen to the show live on Afrovibes Radio, please download the app, afrovibesradio.com. You can download it from the, the website or go to your local or favorite, sorry, mobile OS app, be it Android or iPhone. Download the app on your phone today. You can stream the show as well as the awesome Afrobeat music collection live on your phone for free. Again, no money down, all free, all awesomeness. Do it today. Again, um, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can always get at me on Instagram. Um, my uh, name, Dr. Barry MD, D R B A R R Y M D. Also, you can email me at Dr. Barry Health at gmail.com. That's Dr. Barry, D R B A R R Y H E A L T H at gmail.com. And last but not least, Facebook is also where we're at, posting all the shows as well as other exciting articles. Check us out at www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Again, please uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We love hearing from listeners. Any feedback, any even sponsorship opportunities, because we are um, very highly listened podcast. Always looking for sponsors. Check us out if you're interested in sponsoring the show. And also, you can do it on the Anchor FM page. You can donate, become a super sponsor. We're going to get a lot of cool freebies for those people who do sign up. So check us out again. It's Dr. Barry here. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Health and Wellness Connection. It's your host, Dr. Barry, here again. And wanted to talk today about something that's been obviously in the news and it's been a big, big deal. And that is the recent passing of the legendary basketball player, Kobe Bryant. But we all, you know, we'll go over the facts here in a little bit. But I really want to also talk about what we can learn from the legendary player and how we can apply some of the principles he led his life by that led him to be such a great champion to our own. Again, this is Dr. Barry here again. Thanks for joining us here. Um, first and foremost, h- happy new year. Um, January is almost over, I guess, but it's still the new year technically. So I just wanted to just, you know, just make sure everyone's happy and, and well because, you know, recently um, a very sad and terrible event happened. And that was uh, the untimely passing of one of the greatest basketball players ever, really, in the history of the basketball 
uh, at least in the American Basketball League, I would say worldwide at this point, and that is legendary Kobe Bryant. Um, he was 41. Um, he was someone who had a, an amazing career um, in the NBA, played 20 years for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, I will say that I was <clears throat> admittedly a Houston fan. Roger Wan is my uh, greatest of all time. Um, if you disagree, go argue with the wall over there. But <laughs> I will definitely um, have to say that Kobe was clearly one of the best players to ever play the game. And um, he lived his life in a very unique way. And in the way that, um, you know, I'm not saying everyone can be like that because, you know, he was a special person. However, um, some of the principles he, he led his life by, I think, are things we can all apply to our own lives in our own different ways. And I'm, and it was clear that, you know, a lot of these things he, he led his life by, you know, are what led him to be great. And if we can take some of that, you know, those principles and apply to our own life. I think we can do a lot to improve our own lives as well as, you know, improve the world for the better. So I want to talk about some of those. Now, the thing about Kobe and one thing that he was really revered for and known for throughout his, his uh, career was his amazing work ethic. Kobe is one of those players that was always known to have been the first one in the gym, last one to leave. This is even as far back during his high school days. And that kind of goes up to my first point. Um, and that is to be great or to be successful even, you have to put in the work. There's really no ways, two ways around it. Now, unless you're a trust fund baby and you got a nice handout from your parents, that could help quite a bit and it will help quite a bit, but still you have to put in the work because you will lose that even if you get... Um, some sort of handout. But that being said, success cannot be achieved without putting in the work. It was believed that Kobe was um, in high school. There's reports that he would be in the gym at 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 at, at 5 a.m. working on his game. Somehow wouldn't leave the gym till 7 p.m. This is as young Kobe, like 15, 16 year old Kobe. Um, you know, so you know he didn't just become great by accident he you know he was born with some genetic advantages however he still has to work to exploit those um, biological advantages to make sure that he maximizes his potential and it's clear that he was someone who was not afraid to lead by example there's one story of kobe apparently um he used to play for the when he played for the olympic uh, team which was back back in 2008 beijing summer olympics uh, Kobe was someone who uh, was uh, one of the leaders of that team that went to China. Apparently, he was already in the company of elite professionals. However, the workouts that he would do during his preparation for the, during the training camp apparently were so, you know, just so intense and so believed to have been superior to everyone else's that the entire camp adopted his workout routine. So it was just that because the thing about, you know, putting in the work is that it's not easy. And when you put in the work, it takes a lot, a lot out of you. So a lot of people sometimes give up because they can't keep up with the intensity required to achieve whatever, you know, goal they're trying to get to. Because, again, if the work was easy to do, everybody would be doing it. But because this is what clearly differentiates those who are just average to those who want to be great. It's so important that if you are someone who's trying to achieve perfection, you really do not cheat yourself and really do the work so that you can benefit from the uh, results afterwards. And when we say putting in the work, obviously it could be applied to any 
um, person in any walk of life that they're engaged in. You could be a student trying to get that excellent GPA so you can go on and achieve better things after your education. You can't just get a 4.0 just sitting around goofing off and then taking a test and killing it. You have to put in the work. Get in the library. Study for that, you know, four or five, six hours, however long it takes you to master the material so you know you can destroy any question you may face on exam day. Or if you're a singer or a dancer and you want to be the best dancer up in the largest stages worldwide, you have to put in the work. You're not going to just wake up one day and become the greatest dancer of all time or a revered dancer that people will mourn when you pass. You have to get in the studio, be it a dance studio, record studio, and make sure you perfect your craft. Because the only people who are truly celebrated in this life are those who are deemed to be exceptional. Now, that doesn't mean that if you're not able to achieve that you're somehow useless. Absolutely not. The key is identifying whatever niche or whatever area that you perform best in. We all have one. Find that and try to excel. But in order to excel, you have to put in the work. And that point goes in turn to my next point. If you want to become great or be remembered, you have to identify the goal that is unique to you that you can achieve. Now, if you're someone, you know, who is, let's say, four foot two, you're probably not going to be a basketball all star, but you might be a piano virtuoso or you just take, you know, easily to the piano. You know, maybe work on perfecting that craft. Don't get caught up in other people's goals. Find your own goal. It's so important because when you have something that you have decided is ideal for your composition, your your likes, your your desires, your interests. Once you identify that, it's really up to you to exploit that to the fullest extent. Now, another tip that um, I would say that Kobe really exemplified in his quest toward greatness that we can all use in our own very lives is the concept of focusing. You know, with social media and all these Various uh, media outlets, TV, movies. There's so many distractions. You know, you got people who are you maybe other opposite sex trying to lure you into different activities. Even you know your um, your loved ones. You know your sisters, your brothers, your family. They want you to do this, do that, and definitely there's time for all that. And it's very important that you know you exhibit time management, which is something we'll also discuss as well. But focusing that's really the only way to truly narrow down and perfect whatever it is you consider your craft you can eliminate those minor mistakes that have you know prevented you from achieving that true perfection that you've been working so hard for and the only way you can get that is by focusing down to the last detail of whatever you're doing to ensure that you can perfect whatever you're doing now in Kobe's case of course he's a basketball virtuoso it was reported there was times Kobe would have practices where he would play one-on-one games to 100. And during these periods, he would really just go at the players and really work on his various moves that he'd been working on on his own, maybe hours beforehand. Kobe was what we would call a perfectionist. And to be perfectionist, it's so critical that you're able to really just, just, just have a laser-like focus 
on whatever you're trying to perfect, be it the new basketball move or a jump shot or a mathematical concept you're trying to grasp your head around or a various, you know, musical uh, sonatas you're trying to remember or sing perfectly. You know, you have to work at it and that takes laser-like focus on your approach as well as the procedures you're engaging in as you're achieving or doing whatever you're trying to perfect and then repetition because ultimately our bodies are based on that's how we learn by repeating things when you do things over and over again eventually your body starts to develop neural synapses that enable you to quickly and even more quickly engage in those actions it's what we call muscle memory when it comes to sports this applies for everything even for language learning you're trying to learn a new language. You have to really practice, move your mouth in the various ways that you speak the new language so that your mouth can get into the habit of saying and speaking like that. And that's how our bodies learn. Our brain works with our muscles and our nerves. And through repetition, we start to cement patterns. And in Kobe's case, he would be in the gym for hours and hours and hours hitting jump shots. There was reports that he would practice until he scored 400 points and he wouldn't leave until he scored that amount. You don't care if it took him a thousand shots, two thousand shots or whatever. He's going to score 400 points. Um, this is something you would see in the games where he would really just kind of, you know, just laser like focus toward scoring and he would just go past players and jump over players and do whatever it took to ensure that he achieved his goal. And that was excellent basketball play on the court. So learning how to focus is really important. And I know during my career, I've had to really buckle down and really focus on a task at hand in order to um, achieve it. And during the period, it definitely always seems very tough. But ultimately, if you do focus and you do work at it and you kind of you know, put in the work, your chances of success are much higher. Some would even argue that the more work and the more focus you apply almost directly correlates with your chances of success. So, again, focusing is something that we all need to improve upon, especially in this current media age of diffuse or, 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 or pervasive distractions, be it commercials and TV shows and movies and other things. And, you know, just things going on that may prevent you from focusing on what you need to focus on to be great. All right, so that being said, another distraction. <laughs> we have a commercial break, guys. We have to take a break. This is the first half of the show is over. We're going to come back with more uh, tips and kind of kind of remembrance of Kobe Bryant and how we can apply some of his amazing um, uh, life strategies and lessons to our own lives to improve our health and wellness. Again, it's your host, Dr. Barry. We'll see you at the end of the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. It's your host, Dr. Barry, here again, and I want to thank you for listening to the show. Today's show, again, is a somber one, but I think a very, hopefully, informational one as well. We're talking about the passing of the legend, Kobe Bean Bryant. Died at the age of 41 due to an unfortunate helicopter crash in Calabasas, California, this past weekend. Now, Kobe Bryant has been on the minds of nearly the entire world at this point. Uh, everyone remembers his hard work ethic, his continued excellence on and off the court. Of course, he had some issues uh, in his personal life, but ultimately he had an amazing career, an amazing life, 
an inspirational life. And today we're going to talk more about Kobe as far as some of the things he did in his life that we could all learn from and apply to our own lives. Because ultimately we do learn from our people or those who, who lived amongst us and before us. And we, leave, we learn by example. That's the way humans, humans operate. We see something. We, we tend to mimic those individuals we think are doing it better than us. And ultimately, you know, we tend to like to choose. We choose the best aspects of people that we admire and try to kind of, you know, customize it to our own movements. I think that's what I do. But it's a lot of people also, you know, you know, do that as well. So one thing else, which kind of leads to our, our, our next point, um, when you're pursuing greatness, look for examples of greatness that preceded you. One thing that Kobe was usually teased for, but later on admired for was the fact that he mimicked his game so closely to Michael Jordan. Of course, Michael Jordan is one of the greatest basketball players in the history of basketball. And uh, he's, you know, clearly one of the six time scoring champion, just an amazing player, legendary. And he, of course, the also the owner of the Charlotte Bobcats, as well as someone who's revered, you know, on and off the court just for his exploits during his time during the during his NBA season. Now, during Kobe's early career, you know, it was very clear that Kobe was a fan of Michael Jordan. I mean, who wouldn't be? Michael Jordan was a fantastic player, a legend in his own right. And, uh, you know, due to that status, you know, Michael Jordan had many rabid fans who would usually tease Kobe Bryant due to his, you know, constant attempts to mimic his game after the legendary Michael Jordan. But one thing you had to appreciate about Kobe Bryant is that he clearly realized that Michael Jordan was the best player in the NBA, and he knew that he wanted to achieve greatness as well himself. And he had been put in the work and he had been focusing, but he needed some sort of muse, if you will, or someone that he could look at and say, you know what? That's the goal. I'm trying to get to where that individual is. And then you work to achieve that. I mean, that's really it, guys. I mean, uh, and of course, Kobe was a basketball player, so he obviously is trying to emulate the career of another great basketball player. And I think many would argue that he at least, you know, if he didn't surpass Jordan, he is probably about 98% of the way there. And of course, if you're aiming for the stratosphere and you end up, you know, just a little bit below the stratosphere, you're still pretty high up. So ultimately, <laughs> people are still looking up to you. And, uh, you know, the key is creating a goal. And that could be someone you admire or some sort of achievement you're trying to uh, you're trying to go after or just someone that you, you you're whose life you would you wouldn't mind emulating just because you see the excellence that they're you know you know per, per, that they're exuding at the point and you want to get to that point you know it doesn't hurt to find someone that inspires you and try to you know figure out how you can get to that level. Sometimes, you know, this can be done via mentorships. If you're a young person and let's say you have someone that you admire who's doing a career that you like, go ahead and ask them, you know, what did you do to get to, you know, own this business or to get this career? Did you go to school? What school? How did you practice? What are your hobbies? And just kind of figure out a way that you can pattern your life to, you know, get to that point. This also obviously applies to what health and wellness, um, you know, I was fortunate actually to go to the Fit Expo. The next show actually will be on that. We're going to talk more about that in the next show. But the Fit Expo was held in Los Angeles as well this weekend, this past weekend. This is again uh, the weekend of um, January 28th, 2020. 
And um, during this uh, weekend, we met so many legendary uh, fit professionals. Indo Champ was there. He was he was a very famous and hilarious bodybuilder slash comedian. Um, Kai Green was there, and this is a whole host of other um, really uh, talented, famous health and wellness professionals and bodybuilders. And, uh, you know, I was able to talk to some of these people and really get some of their secrets and understand more what motivates them into helping them lose weight. And it's something that, you know, I use in my personal life to help me achieve my goals. So ultimately, you know, finding people who are, you know, doing, um, you know, the things you enjoy in a, at a high level is a great way to motivate yourself and give yourself some sort of, you know, perspective as to what you're trying to achieve. So I, I encourage all you guys who are on the health and wellness path and you're trying to, you know, you know, figure out ways to get healthier and and be more effective in your workouts and so forth. Look for those people who motivate you and who are doing it well. I mentioned to our right right now at Endo Champ, N-D-O underscore Champ. Great follow on Instagram. Also, there's um, um, there's a whole host of uh, people. You can follow me on Instagram as well. I'm following a lot of them. So check those guys out for, you know, inspirational health and wellness uh, information and and other things like that. Um, it's just something that, you know, I encourage everyone to do is finding someone that inspires them and using them to help improve your motivation. All right. And lastly, the next thing I want to talk about as far as things we can learn from the life of the great Kobe Bean Bryant is not to let distractions get you off of your square, if you will, or remove you from your focus as you head toward your goal. Kobe was someone who was legendary, especially in his early years, as just being able to, you know, ignore everything around him and just have a laser like intensity toward working on his craft. This may may have taken hours in the gym or may have been doing hours of um, research, be it watching foot basketball game tape or, you know, um, analyzing other data to help him improve his, his skill set. It was actually one um, legendary story that Kobe would routinely tell other players and other media outlets as far as how he developed such an ability to, you know, not allow distractions to um, affect his uh, practice or his uh, intensity toward his studies. And he would always compare himself to a lion. And he would he was a big fan, apparently, of, of large cats, leopards, felines. Even though his name was Mamba, which is a snake, but he also was a just a huge admirer of the animal kingdom. And, you know, Kobe had many interests from music to language, but he was also a big admirer of um, wild animals and how they moved. And one thing he would routinely say was that lions were animals we could all learn from due to their ability to focus and have a laser like intensity when they want to you know, achieve something. And in this case, he would always reference how lions, how they would act when they're on the hunt for, for food. Like when a lion is in the prairie and it, and it identifies a gazelle or a deer or some other hapless animal that it chooses to have for dinner that evening, a lion will sit in the cut of whatever environment he's in and just essentially laser like focus will be shown toward the animal that he desires to achieve slowly creeping upon its prey and there's nothing that could happen short of some massive earthquake or some huge natural disaster that will distract that lion from that deer or gazelle or whatever he's or her 
is going after. And actually, it's probably a her because the Lion Kingdom, the females are the attackers and the aggressive ones, kind of like the human kingdom, but not. It's a whole other story. <laughs> but enough jokes. But seriously, you know, the lion will focus on that gazelle and slowly approach them until they feel it's time to pounce. And it's so important that, you know, we as humans kind of have a similar approach when we're, let's say, in the library trying to master the study subject of the evening. We have to get in there and avoid all distractions, put the phone away, you know, ignore, you know, people around harassing you and just focus on the information until you master it. It's like, like I said, this could apply to anything. If you're, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, engineer who's working on creating some new, you know, product and you're trying to understand the, the chemistry behind the materials you're working with and you're kind of confused, but you haven't really, you know, fully, fully figured it out yet. You, you have to be able to remove all the distractions, you know, and that can include people. Sometimes it could include loved ones. It could include, you know, devices, you know, you know, learning how to remove distractions is really critical in being in and being able to be successful. And Kobe was obviously someone who was able to master that. Now, ultimately, as we as we get older and we live our life, some distractions are unavoidable. And that's something that happens. You know, we're not perfect, obviously, and neither was Kobe. However, you know, there is something that, you know, you do have control over being able to limit those minor distractions, especially as you focus on trying to achieve whatever greatness or success you're going for. And also one more thing about uh, Kobe's life we can learn is, you know, don't ever get too boxed in in one category, even if you become great at it. You know, it's it, when you when you are working toward achieving greatness, you know, we're we're brilliant human beings. We, we our minds can do so much, you know, while we can master one thing. It doesn't mean that we can't do anything else. Kobe, for instance, is someone who exemplifies that he was easily one of the top I would say top 10 basketball players of all time. And that's something that obviously, you know, an infinitesimal amount of people will ever sniff in their lifetimes. And, you know, Kobe was one of those people. But he wasn't just a basketball player. He was actually a, 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 a linguist or even a polyglot. It was reported he spoke, I think, four different languages. Um, he also was someone who was a, a avid soccer player. He actually was. Um, one a, a premier soccer player, and he played extensively in his youth as well. He also was a pianist. He he could play the piano exceptionally well. It was it was rumored that he actually played um, some um, some some uh, tunes by Macbeth simply by ear. He just learned it by ear and then played it out on the piano on his own. He he was someone who was you know essentially brilliant. He he could have been a famous scientist. He could have been a a famous actor. He could have been really whatever he wanted. And he maybe just chose basketball because that's what he enjoyed. But you know, he wasn't limited to just to just basketball. So, you know, it's always good to have a hobby that you can distract yourself as well. So you can give yourself mental breaks if you're doing something that's really taking a lot out of you. And it allows your brain to kind of exercise other parts, you know, of, of its of its existence. You know, you don't want to just be studying. Let's say you're trying to become a physician or you want to become a top lawyer. You don't want to study just 24 hours a day. Now, you study six hours. That's a lot of time. You could give yourself an hour to go in, you know, maybe practice 
uh, you know, something that you really enjoy, like a like piano, or you want to maybe practice singing or whatever. But don't just box yourself into one area because, you know, we are brilliant beings. You know, we can do a lot. And it's important that we understand that and then we take care of ourselves so that we can achieve a lot. Because ultimately, our health and wellness is critical for us to be able to do anything. And I think someone like Kobe, who who led, you know, as a leader and was uh, someone who, who showed folks that if you put in the work, you can achieve whatever you, you, you want. And that's something that we all can learn from. So, again, personally, end of the show, I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. Um, please, guys, if you have any questions or you want to reach out to me for anything, um, topics, you know, things like that, definitely check me out on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. Also, um, if you have any ideas for the show you want me to maybe explore and, you know, things like that, I'm also op- open for that as well. Please uh, message me at Dr. Barry MD on Instagram or email me at Dr. Barry health at gmail.com again that's dr barry health at gmail.com again thanks for listening this is dr barry and i am signing out see you next week thank you for listening to the health and wellness podcast for more info check us out on facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash next level weight loss our show can also be found on soundcloud at www.soundcloud.com forward slash hw connection lastly for any inquiries email us at drbarryhealth at gmail.com until next time